This episode of In the Word on the Go is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB strives to be both accurate and readable, with the goal of more people reading the Bible every day. I like it because whether you've grown up around the Bible or not, you can use it for deep study or for daily reading. To learn more, visit csbible.com. This is In the Word on the Go, the podcast where we look at one verse from God's Word for 10 minutes of your day. Welcome to In the Word on the Go. I'm Champ Thornton, your host. Whether you're listening by yourself or with a family, this podcast is here for you to spend 10 more minutes in God's Word while you go about your day. In each episode, I get to interview one person about a favorite verse from the Bible. And today I get to interview Dr. Brian Vickers. Brian serves as professor of New Testament interpretation at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. He also serves and teaches at his church, Sojourn Community Church East, in Louisville, Kentucky. Through Southern Seminary, he's involved in leading missions trips and in teaching on the mission field. A conference speaker, Brian's also the author of several books, including Justification by Grace Through Faith, and in 2019, he's coming out with a new commentary on the Book of Acts released through Crossway. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Uh, thanks, Champ. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Glad you're here. So what verse do you want to share with us today? Um, well, I thought we could talk a little bit about a, really two verses, Galatians 2, 19 and 20. I'm going to break my typical rules, and I'm just going to jump in and sort of read these two verses without reading a whole lot of context. Mm-hmm. So anybody following along, I would always suggest right, you back up and read a little bit. But I'm, just for time's sake, verse 19 starts like this. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So if you were to put these verses in your own words, how would you say it? Um, Yeah, what I would say is through the death of Christ under the law, I am no longer cursed and I'm free in the eyes of God. I stand right before God. I'm free before him, fully accepted in him because Christ died my death and because he lives, I live. So, Brian, you're a professor of the New Testament, and you could have picked any verse in the whole Bible, actually. Why did you pick these verses? What's the story here? Yeah, well, there's a, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, the first reason that I, that I chose this verse, or these two verses, is that right after I became a Christian, the pastor at my church gave me these two verses to memorize. Hmm. Um, these were the first two things that he suggested I memorize. It was these two verses and then Romans 3, 21 to 31. You know, I memorized them. It didn't take me long. I, I actually grew up in a Christian home. and I knew lots of Bible. And so I memorized these and they were obviously important to me for that reason, right? Because it's very early in my Christian life. Mm-hmm. But then over the years, they've kind of been unpacked for me more and more and they uh, become more important to me the, the longer I go in, in terms of just not just my studies, right? But the way I conceive of my life before God and the thing, honestly, the thing that I'm banking on, you know, by faith through Jesus. So Brian, you mentioned context a few moments ago. I want to read this verse, these verses again, but before I do that, what's some background or context that would be helpful for us to think about as we read it again? 
Yeah, well, I think just in general, I'm thinking about Galatians, right? I mean, one of the one of the issues in Galatians is Paul is confronting a group of people who, uh, in a nutshell, are kind of saying this. Yeah, you need Jesus, no doubt about it, right? You right. need to believe in Jesus, but it's Jesus and, you know, sort of fill in the dot, 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 dot. In their case, it was Jesus and keeping certain aspects of the law, like in particular, uh, circumcision, uh, which they would they they viewed as like if you really are part of the people of God you you have to be circumcised that's what marks you off both literally and figuratively as part of the people of God so it was um it's this issue of what I like to call Jesus and and it's you know it's an ongoing issue I think it's one of the biggest struggles that we continually have so I'm reading Galatians chapter two verses nineteen and twenty I'm reading out of the Christian Standard Bible here's what it says. For through the law, I died to the law so that I might live for God. I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So Brian, if you were sitting down with your family when your daughter was younger, maybe in elementary school, how would you have explained these verses to her? Yeah, well, I think I would just, simply say this, is that in these two verses, what we learn is that through the death of Jesus, we stand fully before God without question. You know, I think that verse 19 is really, I think, the key to understanding verse 20. Hmm. You know, if we just jump in with verse 20, it sounds very just sort of experiential. And of course, it is experiential, but verse 20 all by itself just sort of sounds like, you know, I've been crucified with Christ, and then you get I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And it, then it immediately sounds just, it's all, it's all about sort of this experience of living by the, whatever it means for Christ to live in me and living by faith and sort of what this means to me or whatever. And, and there's, a, there's a very important place for that. But I think verse 19 is the key, but it's also, you know, it also sort of sounds a little bit complicated for what does Paul mean to say, for through the law, I died to the law? Right. So what do you think he means by that expression? So when Paul says, through the law, I died to the law, I think what he's saying is this. Through the curse of the law under which Jesus died, I died. In other words, I died through the law in Christ because Christ died under the curse hmm. of the law. So that's my. That's how I died. So when it says, through the law, I died to the law. Through the law there, I think, means through the curse of the law under which Jesus died, I died to the commands of the law, the curse of the law under which we, we all stand. And so that's how we died through the law. It's the curse of the law that under which Jesus died. That's the through the law part. The law provided the curse under which Jesus died and then in our, you know, died in our place for us. And I think that's how we died to the law, right? So it's not just, uh, I died to the law, so I no longer have to obey or I died to the law. Now commands don't mean anything. I think Paul's talking here about the, Mm -hmm. and this is common for him. He's talking about the sort of negative impact of the law or the negative role of the law in condemning sin. And that's how I think we died through the law. Right. So and now we're dead to the law. And that is not just dead to the law. Now obedience doesn't matter. Now there's no commands, nothing like that. 
It just simply means this. I died to the curse of the law. Through the curse of the law, I died to the curse of the law through Jesus, who died in my place. Hmm. And then when he takes this up in verse 20, verse 20 is almost like saying, here's what I mean. Hmm. I've been crucified with Christ in his death under the curse of the law that fulfills, right? That is that takes up and fulfills the curse. The curse is lifted because Jesus died under that curse and rose again. So Brian, what's a good question, a good conversation starter that our listeners could think about and discuss when they're done with this episode? I think a, I think an easy way to maybe start like a small group discussion or a family discussion is to say, when you tell people who are a Christian, you're a Christian, how do you explain it? Right. And I mean, once once you've, of course, said why well, that means I believe that Jesus died for my sins and I'm not saying that's a small thing. What's the next thing you say about what it means to be a Christian? So, Brian, as we head into that question, can you pray these verses for our listeners today? Father, we can't express in words the gratitude we have to you for what you've done for us in Christ. And we confess that we don't have the gratitude that we should. And we also confess that, Lord, even though we know these things to be true, it's so easy for us to fall back into old patterns of thinking that uh, what really makes us special in your eyes is that we go to a certain church or we read certain books or we do or don't do certain things, all of which may have their place. But so often, Father, we identify ourselves in who we are, forgetting that our entire identity is in Jesus and Jesus alone. And through the power of his resurrection, we live truly for the first time and forever. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for listening to In the Word, On the Go. This episode is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. For more information about this podcast or to listen to past episodes, visit wordonthego.net.